Hey superstars, it's Nellie Thomas here, comedian, author, broadcaster and one half of the huge smash hit podcast, The Single Life of Us. Now that we've wrapped up Single Life, I'm coming to you with my new podcast, Dear Nellie, Sex, Relationships and Dating from the Other Side of 40. Each week I'm going to be joined by a very special guest co-host from my coven of friends and comedians and you can ask us anything. How do I start dating again after divorce? Should I start dating again? What's a dick pic? What the fuck is parallel parenting? When do you know it's time to leave? What does bareback mean? Anything dolls, we'll give it a go. Your questions answered by me and a special guest who's 40 plus. So many people think of middle age as something to dread. What a load of bullshit. I reckon this is when you really come into your own. So send us your questions, comments and dilemmas. Go to NellieThomas.com and follow the links. Subscribe now wherever you get your podcast. First episode's out in January 2023. See us then, icons. Can't bloody wait. Hi Moles, Nellie here coming to you through the podcast waves to introduce our summer series best of episodes while Kate and I have a little lie down. Each episode between now and Christmas will contain a mix of highlights from season one as well as some brand new never before heard listener calls on all the subjects we know and love. A mix of old and new content for you to enjoy. And remember, rate and review, please stay in touch with us via our social media at Single Life of Us on Instagram and Facebook and our brand new newsletter that you can sign up for at thesinglelifeofus.com. And some huge news. We've made the nominations for the Australian Podcast Awards in the category of sex and relationships. Would you bloody cop a load of that? Our little podcast in the running for the Australian Podcast Awards. Look out, red carpet. Before we get started, though, we wanted to acknowledge that this podcast is being recorded on the lands of the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation. And we'd like to acknowledge Elders past, present and emerging and remember that they were the original storytellers on this land. Also, we need to give you a gentle... Or not so gentle... ...warning about language and content, both of which are basically (laughs) the interesting things in life, but you might not want any kids in the vicinity to hear. Look, basically, if you're offended by swearing and adult content, yes, we do mention orgasms and masturbation (laughs) regularly, then we have three words for you. Off Off your your fuck! Recently single, back on the shelves, they're both loving themselves. Nelly and Kate gonna navigate the single life of us. Emancipated, exhilarated, free and adventurous. Nelly and Kate will investigate the single life of us. Back on the shelf, you love some <laughs> gossip, don't you? I do. I love it, I love it, I love it. And I love it when it doesn't involve me. Um yeah. <laughs> I love it when it does involve you. Oh, my Lord. So back on the shelf is based on the old-fashioned expression usually applied to women of, oh, yeah. she's back on the shelf. Yeah. Or she's been shelf. left on the shelf, left which is even there. more disparaging. Left there. Would be like, a spinster. Yeah, the Barbie doll that no one wanted. The bar- Oh, my God. Do you know yeah. what spinster actually meant in its original incarnation? No, I'm thinking... I always thought it must have been like someone who sewed or did wool or spinning or I don't know. You're close. It was a woman who had financial independence and they were spinners. Of course. That's a negative thing, isn't it? Exactly right. So this is a woman who, what do you call them? They're not seamstresses who spin. Oh, what do you call them? My brain's not working. Dressmaker? You know, people who make fabric. 
Oh. What you were saying before on those machines. Yes, a weaving machine. Like a, a weaving machine. machine. Yeah, that yeah. Kind of, okay. Like a, yeah, so that, they didn't need no man. Who didn't need to be married. So that's the original. And now it's become so negative. She's a spinster. I think that we're, we're going to bring that back. Though. We're bringing, I love a spinster. Nothing wrong with being on the no, shelf. No. I'm on the wrong. shelf. I'm not even discounted. No. Oh, no, no. Full I price. Full price, mate. <laughs> full price. <laughs> Expect to put some resources into dating me. So our newly, well, this isn't really newly single person in the media, um, but this is a single person story about a celebrity that I love this like a fat kid loves cake. Oh. Like I, I, this brought me so much joy. Would you like to tell the story? So I the made story, you watch it. You did. So the story is Paula Duncan, who Legendary is actress. Legendary. And for those of you who are my age, I got a call from Mr. Fryer. He's bringing round a buyer. <laughs> She's a spray and wipe lady. Absolutely. Oh, spray and wipe. And she was, what was she in? Blue Healers? Or something before that. So many things. So honestly. many things. Like she, She's I've very talented. Yeah. Yeah. Fabulous. Beautiful actress. Woman. Yeah. Beautiful looking. On the Lots shelf. Of range. On the shelf. Has been in the media a bit for relationships and divorces yeah, and yeah. things like that, but worn it very well. Yeah. Owned it. Still been a new idea for that. And though. where did we see her? We saw her on, so I had never even heard of this show. My favourite show. It's so beautiful. Yeah. And I don't like, I shouldn't say I don't like reality. We all love reality oh, you're TV. So full of shit. Yeah. But I don't watch heaps of it. Yeah, I do. But first dates. So this show is called First Dates. You can find the Paula Duncan episode on YouTube because I couldn't find it on um, the catch-up services. No. I don't know why. I think the show started in the UK, but right. it's also, I think, in the US and it's certainly in Australia now. And there's a current season on free-to-air TV. And it must take a bit of effort, that show. I reckon. I think you can see. Yeah. I mean, obviously, First Date often doesn't work. Yeah. but. Genu- generally, the people are quite respectful. Yes. The bar staff are fun. So for those, just so we're very clear, this yep. is not the sort of married at first sight no, no, catastrophe. No. no, no. Like they are not programming. They're not choosing the people going on the dates for drama. No. They seem to genuinely try and match people who yep. might be compatible. Yeah. It's set in a restaurant with fabulous staff yes. who are kind of part of the narrative. And it seems non-confrontational. It's not. And I'm sure the people are nervous, but they don't look too nervous. It's I don't think they cast. It's in kind. The, you know how on Married at First Sight and those other shows like that, they seem to be cast for shits and giggles. Yes. We're meant to, they're meant to be humiliated. Yep. We're meant to laugh at them. That is not this. And on Married at First Sight or The Bachelor or whatever, they're all bloody beautiful. Yes. Whereas this show will have an Much absolutely stunning 30-year-old woman who's a size 12 yeah. or a size 14. Yeah. and Or a size 22. Yeah, and actually just... And is, same-sex couples yes. and older couples. Yes. This is the thing I love the, the older most. couples. They the have best. couples in their 70s. Yeah, they do. You know, who are going on dates. It was a yeah. beautiful couple with a, a widower and a... What's the other one? A widow and a widower. Yes. And they both talked about their deceased partners in the most beautiful way. And they really did. And they were like, we had so much love that we are happy to try again. Oh, and the the woman in that that duo who was 72, I think. She was gorgeous. And she's like, my life's not over. No. How gorgeous. Like so inspiring, Yeah, yeah. And so the episode with Paula, I don't know how old she is. I'm guessing maybe 60s. 
50s or 60s. I don't know. I can Google it. I'm not sure, but Paula Duncan, which takes balls of steel with oh, her yeah. profile. Yeah. Because usually it's just civilians. It's not celebrities no, on this show. Yeah. Um, but Paula Duncan went on the show. Yeah. And she was matched um, with a lovely man called Jeff. Speaking of humour, you would have been all over Jeff. <laughs> yeah, Jeff was, was funny. funny. She's 69. She's 69. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm 15. <laughs> I'm not touching that. <laughs> Paula and Jeff got matched. So they meet at the bar. I can't remember what they said, but they both basically said something like, you look nice. Yeah. Like again. Yes. Hot tip if you're going on a date. Yes. Have the confidence. Yes. To just kind of be a bit vulnerable. Oh, you look really nice. But you know when you go out with just your girlfriends or your boyfriends or your mates? Yeah. You will often compliment them. Absolutely. And there's nothing reciprocal. You're not expecting... Yeah. Be like, oh, that's lovely. You look great. Yeah. Where'd you get those? Like, do that. Do that. There's Not sleazy. There's always something where you can just go, wow, you've got great hair. Yeah. You know, or with, yeah. I love that handbag. It doesn't matter what it is. That's right. You could tell with both of them that they led with, you look nice. I, years and years and years ago, I met Dave Hughes. We were at an event with Hughesy. um, um Intellectually disabled people doing a fashion show. Yeah. It's really, really good. And we ended up standing next to each other. And so I have a gap in my teeth, as you may have noticed, from our gorgeous artwork um, pick. And he turned to me and he just said, I bet you're funny. Yeah. And (laughs) (laughs) he doesn't know me. I don't know him. But it was a really like, we've both got a gap. There you go. And then we didn't speak again. You know, but I was like, that's just something like that. And again, if you're... Anxious, nervous, either by personality or because of the circumstance. Just yeah. think to yourself, when I sit down, when they arrive, I'm going to think about something I like about yeah. them and say it. Yeah. Like you can give yourself a little rule. Yeah, you can. You know, I like your glasses. Yeah, that's right. You know, anything like that. Like, again, doesn't have to be sleazy. So they no. did that. And then they got take. They get taken to their table. They have dinner. And one of my most favourite moments was when Jeff, the other half of Paula and Jeff. Yeah said, I've had three successful marriages. I know. And they <laughs> laughed and laughed and laughed and I laughed. And I, I laughed because it was funny but also because it really aligns with my yeah. values in the sense of an ended relationship is not a failure. No, it's not. You can look back on relationships, whether they were two days or 25 years, yeah. and say it ended but it was great. Yeah, it was it For was really great. For a lot really of the great. time, it shaped me. It doesn't have to this idea of I've got a failed marriage. And you don't say I failed school because you finished. Yeah. Or I, you know, yeah. There are so many everything else in life we're expected to grow and change. But relationships, mm. we're not. Well, we are, but you know what I mean. Yeah. And some people do it successfully. My parents had a divine relationship until my father died. I'm not saying it's not possible, right? No. But then if you're really into really great loving relationships for long term, don't listen to this podcast. Yeah, that's right. Because we are called the single life yeah, of the us. the single life of us. <laughs> but also going back to your do's and don'ts with the dating, what I liked about this in terms of a do is him going, I was married to three wonderful women. Yes, see? You know, there must have been shit gone down of or course. the marriage wouldn't have ended. Yeah, that's right. But he doesn't sit there going, Paula, oh, I was married to this bitch. Oh. And then this one And you wouldn't crazy. believe what the second one was the same. Oh, my God. One of my favourite um, comedians is uh, an Aboriginal comedian called Kevin Caprignery. 
And he does a beautiful, beautiful joke um, where he basically says, I think it's nine, I have nine wonderful children from three beautiful Aboriginal women. Yeah. Like even that in itself, I'm already yeah. going, Kev, I love you. Yeah, that's right. You're speaking about the mother of your children with respect. Yep. You, I know Kev, so yep. I know these stories. Yes, yes, You're not leading with those. No. You're going, I'm going to find the good yeah. um, in these people. And also change the whole narrative because – Look, my five children are all from the same baby daddy. But, like, who cares if they're not? Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, that yeah. is a such a patriarchal, oh. you know, like, and I am I have internalised misogyny as well, like, yeah, we you know. Yeah. But the thing is that <laughs> actually you can have amazing um, blended families and amazing Absolutely. stepchildren and half-sisters and brothers and it makes life really, really interesting. And you can have intact, and I can't say the N-word because my children make fun of me. I'm yep. going to say it. You're yep. going to have to say it properly. I don't know how I do it wrong, but nuclear. Nuclear. Yes. So I can't do it, right? <laughs> I can't do it. I said that on Radio National once and I've never been more ashamed, right? But I just can't say it. Yeah, that's like okay. I even pray. Anyway, no, 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 that's okay. You can have that kind of family. Yeah, nuclear. You can have two parents, two kids. Yep. And they're miserable. That's right. So is that a success or a failure? No, success. Right. So we're not going to make those assumptions. <laughs> no. Paula and Jeff. So I loved that. I also loved Paula's ex-husband called on the date. Yeah. And she <laughs> took the call. <laughs> I'm not sure about that if I was on that date. No. But how did you feel about well, it? Well, I thought this shows that you can have an ex, still respect them. Yes. Still think maybe they need to tell me something, you know, mm. or maybe I didn't tell them I was working, don't call. Or maybe mm. like if, you know, you see I've got friends who when their ex rings like a horrible picture comes up on the phone yeah, yeah. or that's just a big, big red flag mm. flapping in my mm. face, especially when I've known those two people. I'm like, yeah, he's a bit mm. of a dick, but, mm. you know, or she was annoying. But, mm. yeah, so I actually liked it because I think it showed that you can have successful breakups. Oh, absolutely. Well, I was torn because I'm absolutely ridiculously old-fashioned about fine yes. etiquette. Yeah, yeah. So if I was sitting on a date, speaking of don'ts, and someone started like checking their Instagram or something, yeah. I'm out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I am out. I am yeah. 47 years That's old. That's for when you've been married for 10 years. Oh, mate. I'm just yeah. not interested yeah. in that at all. I'm no. triggered. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, 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 yeah. But... I did like, my impression was that her ex was calling, he knew she was on a date. Yeah. And he was calling to see if she was all right. Okay, yeah. And to the point where he talked to Jeff. Yeah. Well, that's a little weird. That I was tipping yeah. over into I it. I don't know whether I like that, but I like the fact that it showed there are different relationships. Well, and Jeff wasn't intimidated no, by it. No, because he's also... had three successful marriages, so he knows. <laughs> and he's sitting with Paula Duncan. <laughs> That's right. Come on, I'd go on a date with her. And how, oh, as if I wouldn't. Yeah. My God, even just for the story. Yeah. No offence, Paula. You're no. beautiful. Yeah. But how they had beautiful bands. Yeah. They were flirting. Yeah. They were, to see two people in their 60s, they had frisson. They did. Like, it was hot. And we don't see that. We don't see that. You no. see 20-year-olds oh. who can't even have a conversation. No offence. No, no offence. But true, hashtag yeah, true. Yeah, These These two people in their 60s, basically, like, it was pretty clear to me. I don't know whether they did or not. But they like, wanted you're to get coming out of there. home with Yeah, me. that's right. Like, yeah, yeah. I hope you bought new undies. Yeah, that's right. You know? <laughs> did you do any manscaping? Yeah, have you trimmed the bush? I'm going to be <laughs> in the weeds. 
whistling pretty shortly. It was just a joy. I highly recommend, especially if you're single in your 40s. Yeah. Or single at any age, really. I lo- like they have neurodiverse people on. They oh. have fat people on. They yes. have like it's actually like life. People who have got you know quote unquote low status jobs. Yes, whatever you know. That means. Yep. There's none of this shit like maths. Oh, you're a waiter. Oh, oh. no. You know, like all sorts of people. Yep. And it's joyful. Yeah. And that's what dating should be. And it I know it's be. fraught and blah yeah, blah. Yeah. But let's talk about the good stuff. There is good stuff. Absolutely good stuff. I'm loving dating. Yeah, I know you I'm are. Absolutely, absolutely sick loving over there. It. Last year I didn't. No. Right? And again, I stress you've got to be in the right frame of mind. Yeah. But when you are in the right frame of mind, and that's not three months after you break up. No. It might not even be three years. Yeah, that's right. Everyone's after different. After you break up. But yep. I promise you. Yeah. There will be a time, whether you want to date or not, but where you feel better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? How you feel now is not how you're going to feel next week, next yep. month, next year. I believe you. My friends tried to tell me that yep. and I wouldn't believe them. No, I believe you. Because you can't when you're in it. No, you can't. It's hard. But there's – I – women that have gone before me, I bow at their feet. Yeah. So I'm like, yep, I believe you. You're a fast learner. Yeah, I am. Back on the shelf. <laughs> this one is purely for 80s nostalgia. Would okay. you like to introduce – I really, really would. Okay. And I have a lot of nostalgia about this person. Yeah. Hulk Hogan. <laughs> And Hulk Hogan. Did you watch <laughs> yeah. World Wrestling? Oh, absolutely. Obsessed. I distinctly remember one of my earliest childhood memories is having a massive fight with my dad about whether it was real. Oh, I thought it was real. 100%. I'm just, how can it not be real? And now, okay. Yeah. But, oh, big fight. And fighting with people at school. Yeah. And <laughs> so is real. I had a really, really good friend, Shannon. He passed away oh, maybe five years ago and he has Down syndrome. And he lived for wrestling oh, so I he had it. the ring on the table and it always hulk yep. was the wrestler oh he was the and he, he could shit. you know make them do all the little moves and we'd always watch wrestling with him always and that he told me it was hair. real so oh, yeah i really believed it was real oh, i really did very good actors very very good and they're, they're like dancers oh and, and fit very fit imagine oh yeah if I fall over, even on a trampoline, I know about it. Yeah. They're, they're proper falling over. You and I aren't doing keto. No. You know what I mean? Like they're, they're keto before keto they, is a thing. Yep. They had 12 eggs for breakfast sort of guys. <laughs> they haven't eaten a carb since the late 70s. No. So Hulk Hogan, um, I think after a pretty long marriage, so let me go through it. He was married to Linda Hogan from mm. 1983 to 2009. That's so a that proper marriage, a isn't it? long, long marriage. Yep, yep. And then Jennifer McDaniel from 2010 to 2021, which is also a very long yeah, yeah. marriage. So he's a bit of a serial monogamist. Although he's now dating someone, and I don't think this will surprise any of the ladies listening, someone called Sky. Uh. <laughs> I'm guessing Sky's not Hulk Hogan's age. I don't think Sky is. No, <laughs> no. Well, Sky how old wasn't Hulk a Hogan? name. Sky was not a name then. Um, he is 68. No, no one's called Sky at his age. No one born no. in the 1950s no. was called Sky. How weird would it have been to be called Sky? 68, 137 kilos. Uh, he's a tall unit, isn't he's he? A big he's a big, 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 big man. Yeah, yeah, big, big dude. But he, interestingly, which I assume is a problem with celebrity, he put a picture of himself with Sky. on Instagram right. or somewhere and yep. then he got like berated for cheating. Oh, because he'd already broken up and knew about it. 
and he as did announced. Jennifer. Yes. Yeah. So that's that's an interesting. Like I found mm. when my separation happened, I'm like, I don't know how to do it. I still haven't I done it properly. To, I'm making really a podcast weird. about being single. Yeah. And I haven't told everybody because no. I don't know. I think that I don't know how to do it. Well, for our generation, making an announcement. Yeah. You know, like even I'd seen people announce that on Facebook or Instagram or wherever, and I yeah. just always something about it made me feel uncomfortable. I know. And how do you comment? Because you, you can't say. Oh, I'm so sorry. Or you know, no one's died. Yeah, you don't know whether There's, it's a happy. Separate. No. In the end, after I don't know four or five months, I think I did put it with I my think Facebook you did. friends. Yeah, I think um, I saw something. Mainly because it was a shorthand way to announce. Yeah. Like I didn't want to ring every single one of my friends. No. I just feel like the people who know me and love me, and all of you who've never met me, um, actually knew straight away. Yes. Like I told you straight away. Yes. Right. So. Yeah. And then I had a coven yes. who supported me. Yes. So. You gather uh, your ladies. Yep. And everyone else can find out as a ripple effect. And I know, um, you know, the children said to me, can you tell us who you've told? And I was like, okay, mm. yes, it's not just me that this no, involves. that's right. Right? That's right. Um, but funnily enough, even some of my friends didn't tell their children. And so Ooh. then I assumed that they had. And their kids were like, what? And they were like, oh, we just weren't sure what you were. Like there's an what, what, what we say. Wow. Yeah, and good friends. So I think we don't really know how to do it actually. No, we don't know. Well, back when we were little kids, if people got divorced, oh. it would have just happened via gossip. Yes, it would have. Oh, um, and we lived in smallish towns, so yeah. Jack's moved out. Yeah, that's mm. right. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Kate's gone rogue. Yep, yep. You know, yep. it would have been, oh. been hush-hush tones. And I think in a way it's a sign of progress because mm. now if someone tells you, as you told with your bank story in a previous mm. episode, mm. if someone tells you they're divorced, you don't automatically go, oh, sorry. Yeah, that's right. You might go, oh, congratulations. Okay, congratulations. You know, yeah. so there's a big cultural shift there. Mm. I made sure, like I talked to my ex about it. I showed him the post right, yeah. before I put it up. Like I was yep. conscious of his privacy and narrative. Yeah. And the kids, but for, and I didn't make it public. I made it for no. my friends only. But yep. it was just a way for me to tell, especially you know, older friends, yes. school friends, yes. WA friends, etc. Yes. Like yes. I'm in a different phase of my life. Yep. I didn't go into details. Yeah. Um, but I imagine in his case, it's quite, in Hulk oh. Hogan's case, it's a really interesting thing. Mm. One thing I didn't want is for someone to see me with a photo of someone yeah. and kind of go, uh, oh, are you cheating? Yeah. Or, or And think that you'd only just broken up last week because yeah. they didn't know the story. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. did change my name back yes. to my maiden name. Yes. So I think that was, I definitely got a few messages that day. Yes. And I just, some of them I didn't re- respond to because I thought post. you're just fishing. Yeah. But some of them were like, you know, I just knew. I was like, yeah, yeah, but it's all good, yeah. you know. Yeah. So that was a way of definitely I think that was a really big sign. Yeah. Mm. Oh, absolutely. Mm. I mean, I have always had the same name, mm. but that's a big thing. Mm. That's mm. a big thing and that's a big signpost. And yep. you also, I presume, had to remove a wedding ring. Yes, I did. I hadn't, I hadn't actually been wearing it um, all the time for a long time. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But I did. Yeah. 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 And so. people look, I actually, because I've never been married, mm. I've been in a long-term, you know, committed relationship, but I've never been married those things hadn't occurred to me, but I know yeah. they do to people who've been married to look for a wedding ring. And I think it's very, very, very hard 
And for a lot of my friends who didn't want the relationship to end, very hard to take it off. Really hard. And I think it's a really big part of your identity. Mm. So I, and because I think it is a big part of my identity, I don't want to wear it. Mm. Right. Even though it's very. Yeah, that can go both ways. Yeah. Yeah. But I also think that if my ex wants to keep it on, he can keep it on. That's also fine. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's the whole politics of that. Like I've got friends who are who are dating exclusively men who are women, mm, mm. and um, they look for oh, the, the dint. tan line. Yeah, you can't. It the takes a long, long time ring. to get the yeah. the dint away. Of yeah. you know, yeah. But looking, I mean, as in they're looking on dates. If someone said they're single, yeah, but it's are they actually single? Have they got a wedding ring? Yeah. You know? Interesting. Very interesting. All right. Hulk Hogan, whatever. Good on you. But what? Listen. this is what he said, though. Oh, God. Can I please read <laughs> yes, this go. out? Seriously. <laughs> Yo, maniacs. <laughs> Just for the record, the Facebook and Instagram posts are of me and my girlfriend, Sky. I'm officially divorced. Sorry. I thought everyone already knew. Love, maniacs for life. <laughs> Can't you just see him do that? Yes. He's never, ever, ever aging gracefully, oh, that guy. My God. <laughs> For a start, how would we all know? Yeah, because. I uh, thought everyone knew. How, how would anyone how, mate, know? I know you're famous, but you're not really, you're not a Kardashian. No. You know, my kids would not Even know that then, you were married or it. divorced. No, yeah. exactly. I didn't know. I thought you were still with Linda, mate. I'm back in 2009. You've had Jennifer and now Sky. Like there's a whole, there's a menagerie. Oh, yo maniacs. Yo maniacs. I mean, if I did any post that started with yo maniacs, I think people would call on me. Katie, all right? What's going on? Has your Facebook been hacked? Have you been, have you been kidnapped? <laughs> Back, Back on, on the, the shelf. shelf. I'm so excited. <laughs> I love this woman. Tell me, who are we talking about? Whoopi Goldberg, baby. Oh, Whoopi. Yeah, All right, talk us it. through her husbands. All right, Multiple. so she's had three. Yep. She's had Alvin Martin in the 70s. Yep. David Cleason in the 80s and Lyle Trachtenberg in the 90s. Correct. But also had an affair with Ted Danson. Yeah, when the they 90s. were making Made in America. Yeah. And he got divorced soon after. And mm. then at that time, I can't remember, let's say it was $20, $30 million. Mm. It was like one of the biggest celebrity divorce yeah. payouts. Yeah, okay. And the rumours were it was because the affair was uncovered. Because, you know, in America, yeah, yeah, there's the causes, law, isn't there? There's yeah. causes. Yeah, yeah, we're you know? just like, I don't matter. understand no all of that stuff. Here. But yeah, yeah. 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 Mm. Um, so she's been married several times, but she, I would say in the ether, she's very single. Yes, I Very would say single. so too. Yeah, not that I know that much about it. She's still on daytime TV. Yeah, she's on The View. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Obviously, I mean, she was a stand-up. Yeah. Um, that's how I know her. She was an amazing stand-up. Co- mm. I don't know her personally. Yeah. I mean, that's how I know her work. Yeah. She's an amazing stand-up comedian mm. and then she went into movies. Yep. I don't think she does stand-up anymore. Um, and now she's on daytime TV. Like most of them, she's had multiple controversies about, yeah. you know, shit Been she cancelled said. cancelled about this and that and the other. Yep, yep, yep. Um, but I think for the purposes of being on the shelf, she's a really interesting mm. figure because mm. I kind of knew about Ted Danson, but I didn't know she'd he, been mar- married several times. No. I just think of her as single. Yeah. She's just got that single vibe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? In control. In control. Mm, mm. So, of course, I turned... To Oprah's masterclass. Of course. course. Where else else would one go? (laughs) Where else would you go? Well, I wanted to hear Whoopi Goldberg talk about being single in her own words because there were lots of articles about it. So Mm. this was her. She said, I'm not a good marrying person. 
I thought if I got married, I'd be closer to normal. Mm. But as it turns out, I'm just not normal and it's something I've come to accept. Mm. What do you think of that? Well, I think she is normal. I think that society says this makes you happy to do this, Mm. to be in a long-term relationship and live in the same house with that person and share a bedroom makes you Mm. happy. But that doesn't make her happy. doesn't Mm. mean she doesn't like being with people or Mm. having relationships. So, But, yeah, good on her. She's worked out it's not for her. What I think is really interesting and brave that she's prepared to admit it is that I reckon she's gone, I really feel like an outsider. Yeah. And I've always felt like that. Mm, mm. So I thought if I followed the script, that feeling would change. Yeah, yeah. And, in fact, no doubt it became worse. Yes, no doubt. Because you gave it a crack three times. Yeah, and you... Yeah. Each time thinking, I'll feel it this time. Yeah, this I time. Know. Yeah, yeah. I'll feel it this time. And I then know. I'll be like everybody else at the dinner parties. And I bet she turned 40. Yeah, and went, and went fuck, fuck this. <laughs> <laughs> All the good people do. I'm not feeling it. And another quote from her that I thought you'd like. Mm-hmm. Can you read this one? Yep. I don't mind being on my own. If I want company, I can find company. I'm okay on my path. I like my path. I like not having to explain myself constantly. You have to give and take in a relationship. And, you know, I don't really got much to give these days. <laughs> is that a woman over 40? That is. Is that a mother yeah, over 40? It is. But no one has the balls to say no, it. No, they don't. She's literally there and I, I urge you to go and find the clip. Mm. I just love her owning that and go, you know what? Relationships should be given take. Yes, they should. I've got nothing in the tank. No. So sorry. I can't do it. And that's perfectly fine. I think it's fine she, to be on the shelf. owning their shit. Yep. I love it. I love it, love it, love it. So like, if I want to hang out with people, yeah. I can find them. Yeah, that's right. I mean, the only thing I would love if I were in Oprah's Masterclass, mm. I would want to say to her, what do you do about sex? Yeah. Is that something that maybe she just likes having care? sex with maybe herself? Maybe she doesn't care. Yeah. And maybe what do you do if you want to cuddle? Yeah. What do you do if you want to pash? Yeah. You know, like going out for dinner, going to the movies, doing mm. all of those things, mm. no no problem. Mm. But I'm sure there are people that are perfectly happy that don't. Don't do any of those things. And maybe she's one of them. Yeah. But I would like to hear from someone mm. who wants to retain that amount of independence. But likes a pash and a cuddle. But also goes, mm. oh, you know, but I have, I don't know, maybe she's got a lover. Maybe she does. Yeah. And they have an arrangement. Yeah. Maybe she's got multiple. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe. But, yeah. you know, obviously they didn't go into that. But yeah. I would be interested to yeah. hear. I completely understand her being self-sufficient. But, yeah. you know, you can't kiss yourself. No. <laughs> seriously looked at me you know you can't kiss yourself you know what I'm saying I do know what you're saying and poor Whoopi like mm. she can't just go down to a, a no. bar and have a pash no because everyone's like I pashed Whoopi in, yeah everyone you know yeah, yeah, like yeah. she can't pash and dash no she can't so I'd be interested yeah and if anyone's listening who has the same the whoopee kind of vibe? Yeah, let us know. But has a lover or something mm, like? Mm. What do you do? Like, how? Where do you get your sexual mm, mm. or your affection needs met? Mm, yeah, asking for a friend. Asking for a friend. <laughs> <laughs> a hot, funny lesbian friend. <laughs> but I do. Can we just really return to the fact as well that? Trying to make yourself normal. Yeah, don't. Do Normal's that. a fairy tale. Yep, yep. But I think it's it's exactly what you try and do when yeah. you're young. Yeah, it is. Because fitting in is the most important thing. If I go to uni. Yeah. If I get this job. If I go to church. If, if I, I go to church, do whatever. whatever. I'll feel different. Yeah. 
No, no, no. You'll feel even less yourself. Yeah, you really will. The younger you work that out, yeah. oh, what a gift. The happier, yeah. The happier your life will be. Amen. Yeah, Preach. absolutely. Back on the shelf. This one's in the news. Who are we yep. talking about? We are talking about <laughs> Rupert Murdoch <laughs> and <laughs> Jerry Hall. Jezza. I could never see them together in the first place. I didn't know they were a couple. Yeah, I did, but I actually thought at first it was a joke. Right. And I was like, oh, they're actually married? Because she's so hot. Yeah, and yeah. Mick Jagger. Yes. Like, come on, bad boy. Yeah. And now you're yes. taking over and being Speaking with a media of, mogul. So that's her two long-term partners, Mick Jagger and Rupert Murdoch. The stories that woman could oh, I hope she writes a book. Me too. My gosh. probably been sworn to secrecy, but far Probably, out. NDAs. Oh. So she's 65. She's, I would say she's the OG supermodel. I think she is, yeah. Was there one before her? I don't know. I feel like she was like one of the originals. Yeah, she was. That's did why you know she... she has a twin sister? No. Neither did I. Is she beautiful too? I didn't look her up. Okay. I thought, I don't need to know. But I thought Terry, you're, you're... Terry and Jerry. Oh, no. <laughs> Terry and Jerry. <laughs> Terry and Jerry Hall. You're twin obsessed. Yes. Yep. She's a twin. Wow. Yeah, so... Rupert Murdoch, who's 91, they've just got separated. Uh, it's his fourth divorce. 91, that man. I oh, know. Logan Roy from Succession is based on <laughs> Rupert yep, Murdoch. Yep. Do you watch Succession? I, I've only started it. but yeah. Oh, it's good. I know. My friend Lorraine's obsessed. Yep. I tell you what, if the portrayal is accurate, it's not a pretty picture. Oh, no, no, I don't Speaking think so. Speaking of narcissists. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, they were married in t- uh, 2016. She was married to Mick Jagger in 2019, uh, in 1990, sorry. Don't know where I got 2019 from. In 1990, but the marriage was annulled. How, what? I thought, how do you annul a marriage? I didn't actually look into it, but if my memory serves me correctly, there was something to do with infidelity making it right, right, annulled. Right, right, Okay. But I, I'd have to um, yeah. look it up. <laughs> I looked up. There's no, no one's made a public statement about why Jerry Hall and Rupert Murdoch got divorced. But if you had to guess, if you're like some patriarchal fucking media dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so I'm. And you want to blame her. Yeah. What are you going to say? Well, was I don't know. Was she trying to bring his empire down or was she, I don't know. Maybe she spent too much money. Oh. Seriously. (laughs) This was the most common thing that I saw. I didn't. I, I wouldn't even click on she them. She would be a millionaire in her Multi-millionaire own. Multi-millionaire yeah. in her own right. But also you could not in a million lifetimes spend, spend Rupert Mur- Murdoch's no, money. You could not. Far out. Yeah. <laughs> so apparently she spent too much money of <laughs> one a billionaire. One handbag of too many. Of a 92-year-old billionaire. <laughs> and it's her fault because she bought too many handbags. Yeah, she did. She's, you know, what she doesn't shop at Aldi, does she? No. No. <laughs> That's no. Not, she's not on a budget. <laughs> no. That's not a girl on a budget. Now she is. <laughs> oh, my she's God. Divorced. So my wow. question to you mm. is, is power or money mm. more attractive and why? I'm going to say obviously it is. I haven't had that opportunity. No yeah. billionaires come knocking. Um, but it has to be. You know, when you hear guys, I, I think – old-fashioned guys, but there's obviously mm. this. there's some truth to it. Mm. We're like, oh, well, she'll want your yep. – she, she wants your Maserati. Yeah, 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 she, yeah. Like yeah. I think in, in a certain like housewives of Atlanta yes, kind yes, of world, yes. that is true. I yes. don't know people like no, that. No, I don't know anyone like that either. But, you know, do you reckon power in the sense of let's think of like – Well, I, I think you, you think of some politicians yes. even in Australia and they're – 
surely their partners have to be attracted to power. Yeah, right. Because, yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know, I'm only looking from the outside, but, mm. you know. What? That's a good question. So let's say in that world, mm. would the Prime Minister mm. be more attractive than the Rupert Murdoch? Mm. I mean, who's got more power? Or the son of Rupert, of Rupert Murdoch? Ah. Uh. Well, I think now that the son of Rupert Murdoch would have more power and more money than yes. a prime minister of a country. Because the money comes yeah. with power. Yeah. Yeah. But I think it's very specific, isn't it? Because mm. I reckon I would find more attractive, I don't know, a really good author. Yes. Who might be broke. But but interesting. Who walks and... into a room and everyone goes, I want to talk to them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me you too. Know what I mean? But I mean, what if there was two of them and one was really rich? <laughs> I have always wanted to fly business. <laughs> now you're making me see, rethink it. See, that's all but I'm saying. But I, I honestly. You're I mean, not I'm, like that. We're not like that. Honestly, it could go without saying, but I just could not be with someone for money. Oh, well, no, because I it's. I couldn't give a shit, honestly. What did my mum say? You marry for money, you earn every cent. Oh, wow. Yep. Yes. Yep. Yes, you've got to work for you your bloody. you got to work for it. Working for your money. Yep. Yeah, so, no. but I do think there is. You know, when some people you hear, particularly celebrities, kind of go, "Oh, would they like me if I, you wasn't. know, if I wasn't yeah. Billy Crystal?" You're like, yeah. "Well, how do I know?" No, we can't know. Would you like me if I didn't have great tits? <laughs> I would. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I know. How do we know? Like, we, you don't. Know. I think you can overthink that yeah, stuff same. too. Like, would you like me if I didn't have blue eyes? Yeah, I don't that's know. right. Yes. Yeah, I know. But I mean. Because we're a society obsessed with celebrity and, and money and money and I think yeah. it's I think people find it extremely attractive. Yeah. Yep. But I reckon that's when you're young. Yeah, sure. Don't you by our age you've worked out that's all bullshit. Yeah, I hope so. I think so. Yeah, I I don't well, I it doesn't interest me at all, but Someone will tell us otherwise. Yeah, come on. But tell either us. way, you'd you would not think that's the basis of Jerry Hall and Rupert Murdoch, because she had her own money. I'd, I don't, can't think of any basis for them to be together. But anyway. Well, no, I can't either. I mean, maybe he's charismatic. He must be. Who knows? You don't get to the top of the heap like that. Without maybe a, he's a bloody sort of tiger shark in the maybe sack. Maybe he. Oh, Lordy. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. It's like thinking about your granddad. I have no idea. Back on the shelf. And who are we talking about, Oh, Kate? look, we're talking about the original shelf sitters, Yeah, one would think. Yeah. Uh, the Golden Girls. Thank you for being a friend. What's uh, really confronting is how old they oh, were. Oh, I <laughs> So the Golden Girls, American sitcom mm. created by Susan Harris. It aired on NBC from 1985 wow. to 1992. I didn't realise it went that long. But also, how long ago was it? I know. It feels like the other day. I was in year seven in 1985. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Well, anyway. there's still awesome memes with them, so I think... Oh, no, they're still yeah, part yeah. of the culture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they did 180 episodes mm. over seven seasons. Mm. Um, B. Arthur, Betty White, mm. Rue McClanahan and Estelle Getty. Just the most incredible cast of women. Oh, and when you look back on it, it's the same way that I view Prisoner, which I didn't understand, obviously, mm, as a child mm, watching mm, it, or mm, The Golden Girls. Mm. That's a revolution. Oh, it is a revolution. A sitcom yeah. with four female leads. Yeah, and talking about sex, talking about um, growing older, talking yeah. about menopausal things, like unbelievable. Talking about CFS. Funny, yes. Yeah. Funny. Yeah, so funny. But just mm. having four female leads, mm. even if they did nothing with it. No. 
would have been at that time, I'm, and again, would, like Prisoner, the cast was almost I entirely know, female. I would love to hear how much work went to getting it up. Yes, mm. absolutely. Mm. And who had the courage mm. to mm. give it a go and look mm. what they achieved. Mm. So for those of you who haven't seen The Golden Girls, and you can watch it. Like yeah, it's go still on available YouTube, find everywhere. Some. And yeah, I tell you what, our special friend, our mutual friend, Wes Snelling, yeah. a.k.a. Tender Del Twist, yeah. The Golden Girls is his happy place. Oh. Like he watches yeah, it yeah, on yeah. repeat. Yep, 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 yep. We've all got the <laughs> all show the that we do that too. Yep. Um, it's about four older women. They share a home in Miami and Florida. Three of them are widows. One's a divorcee. <laughs> so Blanche. Blanche. Um, who would have been called, you know, hoary Blanche. Yeah, definitely. She yep. was the sex kitten. Yeah. She owns the house. Yep. And Rose and Dorothy. So Rose <laughs> is kind of portrayed as the sort of ditzy, ditzy yep. not very bright, yep, but yep. lovely friend. Yep, yep. Dorothy's the caustic kind of alpha. <laughs> yes. She's who's like, always nagging right. everyone. Yep. But is lovely. Yep. They respond to a flatmate ad, mm. you know, like a literally a piece yeah, of paper ad. at the supermarket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Sophia, who. <laughs> I mean, steals the show. She just tears mm. everyone down. Mm. She's Dorothy's mum, mm. and she joins them after her retirement Time home burns down. down. <laughs> so let let's think for a start about the radical concept mm. of four single women mm. pooling their resources yeah. to live together. Yeah. What do you think about that? Oh, I think it's the dream. Yeah, I think it's the dream. Uh, Nellie and I have a dream of one day buying a whole floor of an apartment, and we've probably spoken about apartment this on building. Here. Apartment building. Yeah. We buy the whole tenth floor knock out one of the rooms and make it a, a gin and canasta bar yeah. and then we all meet there at four o'clock and then we go back to our rooms at six. <laughs> Basically we'll get pissed from four to seven and go to bed. Yeah, we go to bed. Yeah. Yeah. So one of my friends, her nana, um, pretty much did this. So she has five or six friends and mm. they decided instead of putting money into a retirement home, which mm. can be quite expensive, mm, mm. they bought really small apartments in a large block mm. and they pay – one nurse oh, amazing. who comes, I think, every second day and checks blood and pressure stuff. and yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. checks the whatever and mm. they share a cleaner. Mm. And they meet every single day at four I o'clock just and play, play cards and drink I gin. love it. I can't love it anymore. So I think I also think there's something about, and I'm, I'm speaking as a woman who was in a um, heterosexual relationship and probably a bit more gendered than... Either of us wanted, but we'd just grown up in really conservative Christian homes. The concept of not having um, to take care of a male adult yeah. is so, um, I don't know, it's just a, it's a joyful thought. And my best friend Rachel and I, our whole life, since we'd, we'd, I'd been married like five years and I was like, when our husbands die, we're going to get a little shack by the beach, right? Yes. Like we'd always had that oh. dream. So many. So mm. my best friend from, you know, I've known since I was three, mm. we always basically go, oh, we'll live together one day. Yeah. Yeah, surely. You know. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. Obviously, yeah. if yeah. we both make it, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. there'll be a point at which, you know, you and I are in a shared house. And yeah. I have shared a house with her before. Yeah. But it's it's actually, you know, again, we're sold this idea and this is reality. Mm. You know, we can't deny the homelessness statistics, for no, example, for, we for women over it's 50 scary. in Australia. Yeah. But if you said, oh, you know, you could get a share house with three friends, so many women our age go, oh. I know. What? I'm not having a share house. Oh, my God. I know. How awful. Yeah. <laughs> and then you go, what about the Golden Girls? And they go, Ooh. oh. yeah. Like, do we need to start talking about those options differently? Oh, definitely. Tiny I think house it's, communities. Yeah. yeah. You know, yep. I know houses are absolutely yeah, diabolically it's insane. Yep. unaffordable. Yeah. 
But there would be women listening now and men who could pull those resources. Who would go, I could buy a bed sit. Yeah. And if I had a bed sit, but I had five friends living in the same apartment, oh, I wouldn't feel as no. in the same complex. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like I'm in a hotel. Yeah. Oh, it's <laughs> absolutely know? fabulous. I, yeah, I think they are the really good examples for how great life can be on the shelf. And they I dated. Think so. And they dated. And they were happy to be hoary about their dating. Oh my god! I they, love again, it. what a revolution! I know. In 1985, yeah. to have. You know, um, an American, which is so conservative, unapologetically kind of going, I am going out to get some D. Yeah. (laughs) And then, you know, Dorothy basically going, Oh, who the fuck would want to be involved with that scenario? (laughs) And I can't mention them without mentioning the fact that I've mentioned before that one of my kids has a long term chronic illness that's Mm. very misunderstood Mm. called chronic fatigue fatigue syndrome. And Dorothy Mm. um, had that on the show. Right. And talked about it and yeah. talked about like in a really heartfelt way, mm. talked about being misunderstood by yeah, doctors and yeah. friends and a whole range. So it's yeah. special for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In that, and well before her time. Mm. But I just love it. If you're thinking, especially mm. as most of us are, if mm. you're going, oh, finances. Yeah. Worried. Yep. You know, superannuation. Yep. All that sort of stuff. Yep. Not everyone can live in a shared no, house. No. But I'm just saying, could you think about it? Yeah, let's. Let's let's change all the narratives. Do we all have to own a three-bedroom no. house and live in it until we're 90? No, we don't. You know? Yeah, let's yeah, think yeah. about it. Let's think about it. Awesome. Back, Back on, on the, the shelf. shelf. The top shelf. Back on the top shelf. This one's <laughs> going to challenge us. Okay. I bet this is we're out of our wheelhouse here. Yeah. <laughs> Who Back on the shelf is publicly single people. Yes. Um, that we like to talk about and celebrate. Who are we talking about this week? Well, we're talking about Tony Tone. Tony Tone. Tony Tone, not Abbott. No. (laughs) Most of our listeners won't know who Tony Tone is. Would you like to enlighten us? Well, I would. I don't really know who she is either. Tony Tone is a content creator, speaker and author. Her debut debut book, I Wish I Knew This Earlier, Lessons on Love, became an instant Sunday Times bestseller. Her second book, Take Note, Note, Real Life Lessons, will be released on November 2022. In 2021, Tony featured alongside her family in Channel 4's High Life, a docuality series following the lives of a young group of young, ambitious British West Africans. In the same year, she presented her very own podcast, Money Moves, a toolkit to give young listeners confidence about managing their relationship with money in collaboration with BBC. Mm. Now, she came on my radar because my teenager, I think, might follow her on TikTok. Right, right. I think it's a TikTok thing. So. You know, when I hear content creator for someone our yes. age, I'm not going to in any way shit on that, but no. I don't get it. No, no, no. Yeah. I don't really get it. All yeah. I know is that she must have a really big social yes. media Following. presence yeah. and she's a big yeah. influencer. And she gets money that way. Um, and my teenager showed me a tweet of hers. Would you like to read it out? Mm. I've travelled alone, been to the cinema alone, had food in a restaurant alone, shopped alone. Even when I'm in a relationship, I'm more than happy doing things alone. Don't let anyone suggest to you that loving your own company isn't a flex. It is. Yes, girl. I love it. How it much really, do you love really, that? I love it. It is a flex. It's a massive flex. So next time you go to that restaurant and you mm. feel like weird because mm. you're sitting at that mm. table by yourself ordering your gnocchi, yeah. you go, this is a fucking flex. It is a fucking flex. Next time you walk through the front door and there's no one at home, yeah. 
Beautiful. Or you go and watch as I'm going to do this week, Elvis, the movie. Yeah. On your own and you walk in with your own bloody popcorn and your giant DC Diet Coke. Yep. You go, I'm channeling Tony Tone. This is a fucking (laughs) flex. It is a fucking flex. Send us photos of yourself on your own. (gasps) Oh, That's what we want. We'll have a whole thing on our Insta stories with people on their own. If you send us in, if you email at theoldmiles at gmail.com and you can find it on our website, if you Mm. email us pictures of you doing your thing on your own, going to the movies, going to wherever you go, things that we associate with couples, I I will make a page on our website for it. Awesome. Travelling? Love it. Yep. Remember that fantastic caller who after her breakup went to England on her own? Yeah, yeah. Fantastic. Do it, girl. Do it. Send us photos. We want to see it. So let's channel the Tony Tone vibe. Tony Tone vibe. Great flex. All right, Moles, it's time for brand new listener calls for the Best Of series. They are hot off the press and you've never heard them before. Thanks, Moles. You're the best. Chuck out the rest. Enjoy your listener wisdom. I listened to you on my morning walk this morning, um, fave. Love you guys. Thank you so much. Um, a letter in kind of made me real, realise something today. I've been separated for every year. Um, two awesome little kids. And she talked about the anxiety leaving you when you finally make the decision to go because let's be honest, most of us take years to do this. And it made me realise for pretty much the entire decade of my relationship, I was told there was something was wrong with me, that I was crazy, depressed, um, awful to sleep next to, um, I need to go on medication, something was wrong with me, PMS, whatever. And I went and saw lots of health professionals and did all the sleep studies and they'd all be like, well, no, there's nothing wrong with you, but you're obviously stressed and, you know, you look at, you know, looking after yourself and taking time for yourself a bit more. Um, And then I finally left after being told there's no way I could cope. There's no way I would handle this. After being told for our entire relationship I was financially incompetent and never really having access to the money, realising that actually it was never me. He ended up, the day I left him finally, going to get a psychological assessment um, and came back. He has sleep apnea, PTSD, trauma, anxiety and depression. So it was never me, actually. Um, Sure, do love therapy, got lots of therapy. I'm not perfect. But it's been an interesting year rebuilding my self-esteem and self-worth. And it kind of hit me on my walk this morning. Love a good cry walk. (laughs) Anyway, I did meet someone and have been dating them for I don't know, a while, 10 months or so, and he's a beautiful man. And while I will never, ever put my self-worth and in the hands of someone else ever again, it's really nice to have a cheerleader for the first time in your life. It's really nice to have someone who thinks you're great, who 
listens to you, finds you interesting and is like 1,000% on your side and wants you to achieve all your dreams and be happy. Um, So that's kind of nice. I'm still healing though, but healing in a lovely relationship, which is great. (laughs) Anyway, I just want to say to the women out there who are thinking about it and are being told that they're this or they're that, you're not and you can do this and leave sooner rather than later, I guess. (laughs) Um, But it takes time. It took me nine years, so I get it. Anyway, I love you, Moles. Bye. Hi there, Nellie and Kate. Uh, My name's Sonia and I sent a speak pipe in ages and ages ago about crazy dating and whatever, whatever. Um, Anyway, I'm just going to update you what I meant by that and a marriage explosion. So marriage exploded, husband had cheated, blah, blah, together 23 years. Uh, Basically at 49 found myself single and uh, facing menopause and all that other rubbish, empty nesting, all that. Anyway, um, got through that by doing some crazy dating. So the dating story that I want to share with you, it is um, a little outrageous, but anyway, it reminded me when I listened to one of your episodes ages ago about some guy who put um, Master of Cunnilingus or something like that on his Tinder profile and how um, you thought that was quite a negative thing. Now, normally I would too, but um, back in my early days of dating, when I was, I called myself the um, crazy mum stage, I actually, that was what appealed to me about a certain guy. So uh, I'd been messaging this guy, he was uh, 20 years younger than me, lovely, and, you know, he'd sort of said that he was a bit of an expert in that field, and we joked around a bit. I realised that I had to be in Sydney for a night and I thought, well, you know what? Rather than just paying for some overpriced accommodation, why not see if uh, Mr Cunnilingus was available? So uh, long story short, I turned up at his door with his knowledge and had quite a fabulous time with him So um, and saw him, I think, twice more by choice uh, never actually did the full deed, but had um, a lot of fun. He was quite skilled at what he had said he would be skilled in. And, yeah, it wasn't an off-putting thing to put on his dating profile. So I just thought I'd share that with you. Had um, many, many fabulous stories. Just came back from an overseas trip that started as a tender date. So I won't go into too much detail, I've talked long enough, but I just wanted to say, you know, I'm 54, five years since my marriage explosion and life is amazing. Uh, Just get out there, moles, have a great old time, Um, take those risks, have all those crazy first dates, some are absolute crap, some are hilarious and some can end up in um, great accommodation for the night. So. On that note, off I'll fuck. 
See you later. Recently single, back on the shelves. They're both loving themselves. Nelly and Kate gonna navigate the single life of us. Emancipated.